0: Welcome to the Field Log Podcast. Weekly reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I'm your host, Marcian Zakaria. Field Log. Day 101. The Method for Success. When I first started my career in software development... I was, same as anyone else, graduating with a comp sci degree, completely unprepared for the actual world of tech and software development in, say, you know, the corporate realm. Because a computer science major is going to learn algorithms, data structures, and usually one, maybe two programming languages. For me, that was Java, and we did a little bit of work here and there with SQL and some HTML, CSS, JavaScript. One of the things they don't teach you, however, is the software development lifecycle, SDLC is what it's called. Things like when you you show up to your job and you're given a task, you complete that task. What do you do when the code's done, right? There's version control and then there's tests and build pipelines and the process is different for different teams. And virtually every software team nowadays, or at least every team I've ever worked with, uses a methodology called Scrum or Agile, right? Scrum is a type of Agile. There's also Kanban. And I think there's one called XP, Extreme Programming. And these methodologies are, they're very interesting. They're ways that software development teams have found to work on a large product and prioritize work and create incremental improvements, right? All of this is based on the idea that rather than working for 18 months and building a massive product, and then shipping it and realizing that nobody wants to buy it, you build what's called a minimum viable product, an MVP. You ship it, you know there's things wrong with it, you know there's features missing, but you ship it anyway, and then if your users like the idea, they're going to say, we love this product, but why can't it do this? Or why does this never work? And then you iterate and you push out new releases, right? We've all seen version numbers on software that we use, 2.1, 2.2, 2.3. And if there's a big enough change, it goes up to 3.2 zero. Well, after a few years of working in software development, I took on a second role called a scrum master, which is a person who, let's say, facilitates the scrum process, right? So when the team meets once every two weeks for the sprint kickoff, a sprint is just a block of development work. So every two weeks you meet, you plan the work you're going to do as a team you commit to it as a team, and then every day you check in for 15 minutes during a meeting called the stand-up, and you say, what did I work on yesterday? What am I working on today? Is there anything preventing me from doing my work? Blockers. So yesterday, today, blockers. Well, I did that for close to two years while I was a developer still, and I read a lot of the Scrum and Agile methodology books and Scrum Master guides and those kinds of things, and I even got into product management for a while. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because one thing I started to notice at some point while I was a scrum master was just how efficient this method is, right? If you're working towards a certain goal, and let's say your end result that you have in mind is, I don't know, let's, let's, let's pick an example. Your software development team and your end result is, we want to build out, build out a social media platform. And then you might have a goal for three months from now. And then in two week increments, every two weeks you say, this week we're going to tackle this block of work. And then every day you say, this is what I'm going to do today. And if this is starting to sound familiar, then I'm, I'm sure you see where I'm going with this and where I'm bringing it up. I started noticing that this method is very efficient, which makes sense because this is the most accomplished people in one of the wealthiest sectors in all of industry, software development, coming up with the way to get the most amount of work done with the least amount of waste and the most flexibility to achieve their business goals, right? We can always discuss and philosophize on how to do things, what to do, what to focus your time on. But when you look at industry where the entire approach is just practical and they just want to get the job done and they want to do it well, there's something to be learned there. So with that being said, today's field log is called the method for success. And it's my opinion that the method for success is essentially agile methodology. If you want to get something done, no matter how big, no matter how small, the way to do it is to do it iteratively and to do it consistently. Now, what do I mean by that? Let's tackle them one at a time. Iteration. This is something that I talk about a lot. Let's say you're trying to build a business. Um, I don't know, a dry cleaning business. And you get your hands on a business loan and you buy the property or, well, rent the property. And you start putting up flyers. And then after two weeks, you realize you're not getting any business. So you realize that I have to tweak something. Something has to change here. So you do one iteration. You make a small tweak, you come up with a hypothesis on how can I drum up business. So you reach out to local, I don't know, Instagram influencers or something. And you tell them that you will dry clean their clothes for free if they make a post and if they talk about their experience. You do this with 15 or 20 influencers, you don't end up spending any money because you're just doing, you know, usual business. And all of a sudden you start having people trickle into your business, but it's still not enough. So after another two weeks, you come up with a new iteration. Influencer marketing is clearly working for you, but you decide to maybe take on a business sponsorship, right? You're going to sponsor some, I don't know, charity, or you're going to put up a billboard. You come up with these all kinds of ideas and you implement them, and then you see what the results are. That's what iteration is. I'll give you another example. Let's say you're trying to start a YouTube channel. You start the YouTube channel, you decide you're going to post three videos a week. You make your videos, then after, let's say, two or three weeks, you start getting a little bit of interest, but not much. So you come up with an iteration. Maybe I can change the way I'm promoting my work. Maybe I can start a Twitter account or an Instagram account or TikTok or whatever, probably TikTok these days. And then you start to work with that iteration and do the same thing you've been doing. And you drum up a little business, or maybe it doesn't work at all. So, you decide maybe I need to change my approach. And every video is actually an opportunity to iterate, right? An iteration is really just an experiment. If something isn't working to the degree that you want, or even if it is and you're trying to just squeeze as much performance as you can out of it, to try it slightly differently every time. That's iteration. Now, the second part of the formula that I gave was to do it consistently. And this part doesn't strictly speaking, come from Agile methodology or Scrum methodology because the consistency is a given. You're being paid to do your job. You show up and you do your job. But obviously, iteration doesn't work unless you do. So you have to show up every day or however many days a week you're doing something, preferably every day or at least six days a week, right? You can take Sundays off. But you have to show up consistently. If you're trying to start a YouTube channel or you're trying to start a business, you can't just be missing three days of the week when you don't feel like it. If you're trying to build a body, if you're trying to achieve physical excellence, you can't just not show up. If you're trying to do a career switch or you're trying to you know, pick up a new skill, you have to do it consistently. Now, there are two types of approaches that I, w- I would roughly categorize, right? Into two types. There's things where the, the path is well carved out and all you need to do is follow it. And that's where consistency is the only thing. Iteration is necessary for things that are exploratory, right? If you're trying to create some sort of creative product and you want to cut through the noise, you need iteration. But if you're just trying to learn how to play the guitar or the piano or the trumpet or sing or whatever, all you need to do is get some good books on it, follow those books, get yourself a teacher, things of that nature. But if you're trying to succeed at something, like building a business or learning how to Talk to women or anything along those lines, right? Predominantly business, really. Any sort of venture. It doesn't have to be for money, right? Business can be more than that. You need iteration. So you have to do it iteratively and you have to do it consistently. Now, as far as implementation goes, we talk about consistency a lot. I mean, this is one of those topics that I come back to all the time and with good reason because it's difficult right? Humans are emotional creatures. We have, you know, physical energy levels. Sometimes you feel like it, sometimes you don't. We have bad habits we've picked up in the past, right? Maybe you drink too much or you smoke cigarettes or you watch too much TV. Those kinds of things that will prevent you from being consistent. We also have complex lives, right? There are things that come up every day, right? You wanted to work on your business for three hours, but your brother calls you and he's really upset. Or your sister and she needs some help. Or, your best friend is sick and he asked you to come over and, and bring him some vitamin C or something. I don't know. Things come up. So consistency is difficult for us. And that's why we talk about it so much on the Feel Love podcast. It's because building the habits that are going to ensure consistency to the highest degree possible is going to be half of the formula for success. If you want to succeed in an endeavor, you need to become the kind of person who's consistent. And we've talked about how to do this Plenty of times, I'll probably give a couple of ideas on this, maybe later on in this field log. But still, listen back through some of the episodes we've done, comfort and consistency. We've talked about, you know, putting in the work. We've talked about there's a field log on winning is mandatory. We talk about some ideas in that one. This is your job, first and foremost. Before you start worrying worrying about iteration, you have to worry about building good habits. Right? Building good habits. Why do I bring up Atomic Habits so often? This is the number one book that I mention. Actually, well, number two, because half our episodes at this point are about Bible verses. But the scriptures first, obviously. And then number two, right? But the most mentioned practical book on this podcast is Atomic Habits. I mean, at this point, James Clear should probably sponsor the podcast because of how much I talk about this book. And with good reason. The man is an absolute genius. Everything he talks about is so practical, so useful, that if you haven't read the book already, what are you doing? I bring it up all the time. There's a reason for that. Read this book. And I will put a link in the show notes for you, as I've done many, many times before. Go get yourself a copy. Go read the book. If you're not doing it, then you're not committed to these ideas. So you have to build the habits. And of course, the way to do that, I'll give you a quick rundown. You have to, well, first of all, read Atomic Habits and apply all of those techniques. And then you really just have to build them up from the ground, right? I always recommend that people start with the morning routine and the evening routine. I want you to start a morning routine. It can be tiny, 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 right? Wake up in the morning, make your bed, takes two minutes. Do your morning prayers, takes 10 minutes. Brush your teeth, wash your face, take a cold shower. That takes, let's say, 10 more minutes. So now you have a morning routine that takes 22 minutes. You can do this every morning without fail. 22 minutes. It's not hard, right? Maybe then you tack on some journaling, takes another five to seven minutes. So now you're about half an hour. Half an hour every morning is just taken to do big ticket items and prepare yourself for success that day, right? The whole point of the field log, and you can integrate this into your morning routine and you should, right? If I can get back to getting these out early, early. Every day. Which we're working on it. We're working on it. But integrate that into your morning routine. And have a routine that primes you. To do the work that day. That's your goal. And then have an evening routine. That helps you wind down. And wrap up whatever you need to wrap up that day. So you know maybe. Take your supplements for sleep. Do your evening prayers. Do your bedtime protein. And brush your teeth. Wash your face. Those kinds of things. And then. Lay down in bed, grab a book, read until you're tired, go to bed. That can be your evening routine. That, in fact, that's my exact evening routine. I take my magnesium and my apigenin. If you want to know about the sleep supplements I recommend, listen to the field log on rising early. I talk about that one. Or I, rather, I talk in that one about these things. Take those supplements, do your evening prayers. Take your bedtime protein. If you want to know why, Warrior King Training Protocol talks about this. It's free. Link in the show notes. And then do your hygiene. Go to bed. Start there because you want to anchor your day at the beginning and at the end. And then once those habits are entrenched, you know, come hell or high water, you're going to get your morning and evening routine done every single day, right? You can miss about one day a week. People who have habits ingrained tend to hit them about 85% of the time. 85% of seven, which is the number of days in a week, is 5.95, I think. So six days of the week. If you hit your habits six to seven days of the week, the habit's entrenched. And then you can start adding to the habit, right? You can make your morning routine a little longer or your evening routine a little longer. You can add foam rolling or stretching or cleaning. You can add certain miscellaneous tasks, right? In the morning, it's part of your morning routine. You can add like paperwork or something, reading your emails, whatever it is. Once the habit's entrenched, you can add to it. And then when you have those habits locked in, add more habits. Preferably chain them, right? This is also from Atomic Habits. After your morning routine, if you have enough time, add your gym block, right? Three days a week. After the morning routine is done, get dressed, go to the gym. So now you've chained those habits together and they all lead into each other. You can piggyback off one consistency habit into another. And this is how you slowly build up your habits. Every time that I lose consistency and things sort of fall apart, I do this right? I'm currently on week two of rebuilding my habits. I've added morning routine and evening routine. Those are locked in now. I've added stewardship-related goals, right? Working on the business, um, cleaning the house, those kinds of things. That's all stewardship. And then next week, I'll be adding body-related goals, right? So I go in the order of the seven commitments. And then once I get to craft, then I will lock in recording, publishing, field logs, those kinds of things. So full consistency should be returned, about two weeks from now. So build consistency. And then when you're consistent with things, then you start iterating. Don't start changing things until it's locked in. So let's say you want to start a podcast, right? And one of your habits is after your morning routine in the morning, you go to the gym. And on days you don't go to the gym, you work on your podcast. So now you're recording for, I don't know, an hour or something, twice or three times a week or something, right? I mean, YouTube too, it doesn't matter. And then for another 10 or 20 minutes, you do research on how to market the product. You do, you know, you push it out, use social media to promote it. And then you start iterating, right? After about a week or two, you realize it's not growing at the pace you want. You think of a new idea. You tack on something or you change something. Once the habit is ingrained, once you have the time block where you do whatever it is that you're trying to do, then you can start modifying things and iterating it. right? And for this, you're going to need KPIs. I think I might be doing a field log on this at some point, but very quickly, a KPI is a key performance indicator. right? These are the things that you want to measure. If you're starting a podcast, measure weekly downloads. Measure the acceleration. right? How fast are your weekly downloads increasing? Is it stagnant? Is it you know, a hundred downloads per episode, and then next week it's 110, and the next week it's 120, and the next week it's 130, and it's always just a little more, which is still great. But is it increasing exponentially? And if it's not, iterate until something works. And, you know, you do an iteration, your downloads go down, then your KPIs are telling you that what you're trying isn't working. It's even harmful. So I need you to understand this. I need you to start thinking this way, When it comes to getting the job done, when it comes to practical things, training, money, craft, mind, even relationships, if you realize that you get into a lot of fights with people or that anytime you try to make a good impression, it's not working, read some books, try out different things, learn the skills, iterate, keep KPIs. I'm being serious. Right. Take these things seriously. Whatever it is that you're trying to get better at, whatever it is that you're trying to succeed at, find your KPIs, build the consistency, start iterating. Now, like I said before, iteration doesn't work unless you do, and this entire method for success doesn't work unless you do. So if you're listening to this right now, and there's something you're trying to build, if you're not done yet, and I imagine you're not because... We never really are. If there's some sort of new heights that you're trying to get to, some sort of mountain that you're trying to climb, you have to start incorporating this. This is why the very first habit that I recommended after the cold shower, right, was journaling and reflecting. You can't measure your progress. You can't measure your success if you're not checking in daily. So if you don't have a journaling practice and you're listening to this right now, start journaling. And I don't just mean the free form and just getting your thoughts on, tape, uh, on paper and like, oh, today was a great day. I had so much fun. Or today was a terrible day. That's all fine. You can add that as part of your journal. But the majority of your journal is also practical. So every day you should be checking your weekly goals. Am I moving towards my weekly goals? Every week you should be checking your quarterly goals or monthly goals. Every month or quarter, you should be checking your yearly goals. And every year, when you put together a new list of yearly goals, you have to check your 10-year goals. So when you set your daily goals for the day, and then the day is over, and then the next morning, you look over those goals from yesterday, how did I do? I grade myself every morning. Right? If I hit all of my goals, all of my tasks, I get an A+, I get a 100. If I missed one, I get a 90. If I missed two, I get an 80. I miss 3, 70, so on and so forth. So I can look at my journal and I use OneNote. So I have a column of all of the journal entries for the month. And I can very quickly see, right? I use little emo- emojis to represent the grades, right? The star with the, the, the raise is the 100. The star without them is the 90. The up arrow is the 80. Down arrow is the 70. X is 60 because that's a failure. I can look at the column and very quickly tell how am I doing this month? Right? You need oversight. You need to know what's going on. You need to keep track of these things, build the consistency, start iterating, track your progress, track, track your adherence. And that is the method for success. Every single thing that I've ever been able to build in my life, through the grace of God, of course, that I've ever been able to build, I've built when I was using the system consistently. I promise you, Scouts honor, Marcion's guarantee That if you do it consistently, and you do it iteratively, if you do that, no one can stop you. That's the method. So today, I want you to start building this. Today, I want you to, you don't even have to set aside time, you don't have to pull out your notes app, you don't have to pull out your calendar. I want you today to make a decision as to when you'll start journaling. Is it first thing in the morning? Is it after your prayers? Is it after your cold showers? For me, it's the last part of my morning routine. So starting tomorrow, after you've done all the things that you do in the morning, coffee, prayer, journaling, or not journaling, obviously, coffee, prayer, making your bed, hygiene, I want you to sit down and I want you to write down the tasks for that day. And then you can check that list periodically. I check mine several times a day, 10, 15, 20 times a day. Yeah. What, what am I doing next? What am I supposed to be doing right now? And then the next morning, I want you to check how well did I do yesterday? Grade yourself. Make a new list. And of course, the, lists of daily, the list of daily tasks should move you towards your weekly goals. So if you haven't downloaded the 2023 goal setting guide, you haven't set the goals, you don't know what you're moving towards this year, just stop listening. Right? It's episode 101. If you haven't deliberately set your goals yet, everything that you're doing is just off the cuff and it's pointless. So do that today. Start building solid habits. Increase them very slowly, right? Every week or so, you can introduce a new small habit if you want to be more conservative. Every two weeks, every three weeks is fine. But if you're not looking back this time next year and seeing how far you've come in your consistency and in your iteration, then this isn't working for you, then I've somehow failed to communicate the gravity and that's fine right? Maybe this isn't for you. Maybe my communication style doesn't work for you. I know several men who have started using these techniques with great success. I have a Slack group that's been around for years with guys who have all adopted these techniques. And, you know, the more they work, and they're very brilliant guys, the more they work on them, I've learned things from them, right? It's an exchange. So plenty of men have committed themselves to these techniques and they work, right? I didn't come up with this This is just agile methodology. This is the smartest people in the industry world today trying to work in the most efficient way. It works. So do that today. Follow these techniques. And you're going to see your results skyrocket, but only if you're willing to use the method for success. That's it for this week's field log. If you like what you heard today, you can follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on right now. You can also rate the show. That always helps out a lot. You can find me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at marcian.cx for field log snippets, art, philosophy, and training-related content. You can also visit the website at marcian.cx for much more of the same. I'm still working on consolidating the Warrior King content into the marcian.cx project. So check back at the website soon for the new and improved Warrior King training protocol, which is going to include supersets and my updated supplement recommendations. There's also a 2024 goal-setting guide on the way, and of course, the Warrior King newsletter. If any of that sounds appealing to you, the links to everything are in the show notes below. It's all free, and as always, conquer the day.